Check Podcasts. I want to welcome everybody to this week's episode of House Guests. I have an amazing person here on the show today who I really love and was interested in their business for so many reasons that we'll discuss. But Bronte, uh, welcome to the show. Hi, Amy. Bronte is the owner of Freeman Fabrication. I think that really doesn't highlight what you do and what your business is all about. Can you tell us a little bit about what your, you know, what you do, what your daily kind of workday is like and all of that? So we are a uh, custom metal fabrication company that uh, does welding and fabrication in Rock Bay, Victoria. Um, we do, we specialize in mostly residential and commercial spaces. Um, do a little bit of everything. Uh, this week alone, we've done everything from, you know, uh, furniture design to glass and steel wall features to commercial spaces. So a little bit of everything. And I found you because I'm renovating my own house. As you can probably hear, there's some pounding yeah. in the background, which I might have to go talk to them in a second. <laughs> but I'm doing a renovation here and I was super interested in finding a very unique, cool stair railing. Um, I was initially looking at glass and kind of thought, well, you know, I would like something else that everybody else doesn't have. And I found you on Instagram. Your portfolio was amazing. And I loved a lot of the projects that you've done already. Thank you. That's so nice to hear that I was able to reach you through social media. Yes. So tell us a little bit about some of the custom projects that you've done, because I think they're stunning and unique. And we are seeing a lot of more of it in the industry right now, because I think people are loving the alternative to a glass railing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, um, we went from a generic, you know, more of generic picket fences, picket railings, um, into specifically your design, which is more of a horizontal, sleek, modern design, um, which has been very popular in the last few years, um, especially because it's now become code conscious in Victoria. So it's approved. So a lot of people are going for more of a modern sleek design. Um, yeah, it's really nice to be able to pair the ruggedness of steel into new modern homes, which you'll see in your build, especially. And so is it primarily steel that you work with? Steel and aluminum we work with, um, both products for railings, gates, custom pieces, custom furniture. Yeah, both are very popular. Are you finding that because of the popularity right now that you're busier than ever or is like, is it, it's increasingly escalating or has it been like this for the last few years? Um, well, I really, uh, my business actually moved into a more central location at the beginning of the pandemic, actually. So, um, it was a little scary at the beginning, signed a new lease in Rock Bay, um, larger right. facility was able to accommodate more staff and uh was a little nervous at the beginning thinking like we took on more overhead more responsibility but covid for our industry specifically and i'm not sure whether you noticed this people were spending a lot more time locally so they were investing more into yes. their homes they're fixing all those projects that they otherwise neglected um and rather than doing big trips they were spending their money on their property so we noticed a big shift um in our schedule just yeah we're we're very fortunate to be busy during this pandemic and after. Um, but yeah, we do have a bit of a lead time with right now, which is something we're working on and we're happy to be busy, but yeah. 
I think that's across the board though. And I know that we really try and prepare our clients for that expectation that it's not just locally fabricated things or things that are being shipped via freight, that sort of thing. It's everything across the board is delayed. And the further ahead we can plan, the better. Yes, especially when it comes to custom pieces, right? Um, um, The materials we're selecting are very specific. So there is a demand um, for those types of materials. And and yeah, definitely we are still noticing lead times are a little longer than we'd like for those materials. But across the board too, because I mean, in my case, there's the fabrication of the railing and handrails, but then it also has to be sent out for powder coating. And there was test fitting involved to make sure it's going to work. And then you know, reconfiguring a bit and um, just tweaking the design so that it fits for the house and all of that. Like it's a process. It's not something that you can just buy off the shelf or expect to have done in a few days. Yeah, which is nice about custom work. I find that the um, homeowner becomes really um, invested in the process as well. There's a lot of pride for them in it because they are Mm -hmm. being able to pick specific details of the build. you can even say that because, yeah, we changed a couple of things about your design and, you know, the evolution of the project throughout the period that we're building sometimes changes. And that's the beautiful part about the custom builds. Yeah. Well, and I think everything about my house, it's uh, extremely well designed and custom from 86, but every single trade has had some sort of challenge. Um, like the stairs in this house are a little funky. And so it wasn't super straightforward. We had to really uh, come up with a good design that was going to be functional and sort of stayed with the look that we were going for. Yeah. And I think you nailed it, that your your property is um, coming together beautifully. I'm excited to see the finished property. Thank you so much. One of the things that I love about working with you as well, and I think we can relate on so many different levels, but I love that you are a locally owned business, that you're female owned, um, and that you have females working with you in the industry. It's more prevalent now in the trades, but um, I just, I love seeing females in the industry. Yeah, that, that's been a really um, nice, it's been really nice to come full circle on that. Um beginning of the business, I obviously was building my clientele, building my portfolio. So it was just me putting in like a lot of long hours. But just in the past year, I've been able to bring on staff, which is awesome because I've always wanted to have the business offer mentorship to females in the trade because I feel, at least in my journey, there wasn't really much representation in Victoria for females, female-owned businesses. There still isn't. There's only a few of us in Victoria and Greater Victoria that are running female-owned welding and fabrication shops. Um, So it's really, I I take a lot of pride in being able to offer that mentorship to young women, females in the industry. And you mentioned your journey. How did you get into fabrication and working with steel? Because I can't imagine that was just something that you wanted to do your entire life. I feel that you probably worked into that. Or? Yeah, I did a bit. Um, I actually did four years of university first um, in a totally unrelated field. And when I came out that? Well, I did a kinesiology degree, actually, at St. Patrick's in Nova Scotia. So I went from coast to coast. My I grew up in Ontario, but... Um, yeah, once I finished school, I moved back to Ontario for a bit. And then um, I decided to actually move out to the Whistler area. Um, didn't really know what I wanted to do, to be honest. Yeah, it was really beautiful. It was a great opportunity. Um, but I didn't really want know what I wanted to do at that point in time. And I was kind of like, 
went there to kind of figure things out, see whether I could get inspired. And it was actually when I went home for the holidays, I had a family member ask if I could help them out in their shop. Uh, most of my family members in Ontario are very well equipped with like tools and they're very handy. So my uncle needed a hand and he asked if I wanted to try welding on this small project. And I was like, I don't know, sure. Like I like building things. I'm interested in design and Honestly, it's so cliche to say, but like I was, from the moment I tried it, I was mesmerized, I was hooked, I wanted to learn more about it. So I went home and I started doing a little bit more education on the trade. And as I learned, it's such a versatile trade, fabrication and welding, you can do anything from structural to design. So um, that's when I applied actually at Camosun here in Victoria. And that's when I decided to move over here and start pursuing that ticket. And what is the design part of it your favorite? Or do you like just doing kind of, you know, some of the easier things as well? It's nice to be able to touch on both, actually, because the design portion can be very um, uh, labor intensive as well as, um, you know, mentally exhausting. You're you're spending a lot of time on the details, whereas um, there's some jobs that we take that are just basic repairs. And it's good to, you know, keep those skills up to date as well. Um, I would say primarily, though, like 80% of the business is focused on custom new builds and, you know, yeah, maybe even like 15, 20% being um, repairs. Not all of those are always fun. They're a bit more of a dirty part of the trade. Yeah. But and so you do railings, obviously, we've talked about that. Yeah. Um, I saw on your Instagram account, some beautiful pots and such as well. Like really anything that people come up with, you can fabricate for them. Yeah, I, I like to think that I could if I couldn't, I'd, I'd try to find a way. But yeah, the uh, aluminum planters are quite popular for us in Victoria because of our climate. We are able to plant all year round, um, as well as people like to use them for more um of aesthetic pieces like displays on their patios so yeah we actually build a lot of aluminum and steel planters um in victoria and they've they've definitely in the last two years become a a hot ticket for us which is nice i like building and mentioning uh victoria weather and such like how do those stand up outside so we use marine grade aluminum for the planters so there's no corrosion with that we prime and powder coat them so they they're able to last you anywhere to five to eight years with the finish. Um, the steel ones, which you'll see a lot, a lot of the businesses downtown are going for more of that rug, rugged, natural look. So core 10 steel is very popular right now. Um, it's was primarily used in like a structural sense, but people are using it more in design. Uh, so we've built quite a few planters with that and they're able to patina naturally. Um, so there's less maintenance for those, but they, um, yeah, it really depends on the aesthetic you're going for. The beauty of that too is they're extremely heavy and you yeah. can't exactly pick them up and have somebody walk off with them as well. Totally. And they also do offer like a really nice um, aesthetic to your business, especially in your home. What are some of the more unique projects that you've done? Something that maybe you've only done once, you wouldn't mind doing again, that sort of thing. Ooh, um, I'd have to say we worked with a local designer this winter on a glass and steel wall feature for a condo downtown. Um, We turned a bachelor unit into a one bedroom by sectioning off a portion of the residence with um, 
a glass and steel wall feature. It was floor to ceiling, glass, steel, um, powder coated black. It was pretty stunning, very challenging. It was a very challenging <laughs> job. There was over 300 um, threaded connections, which we hand threaded. Um, if anyone knows anything about that process, it's very tedious and time consuming. So um, yeah, that one, I would, um, I, I feel like I learned a lot on that project. So to be able to tackle another one would be, would be great. And what's sort of the process, because it's not something that can just be done in an hour or two. Like I just, I know I keep referring back to my railing, but it's, it's something that I know. What is sort of the process from start to finish to create something like that? There's a lot of on-site uh, templating, measuring required, because um, we're working mm -hmm. on both the ceiling, the wall, and the floor for those types of builds. Um, so there was a lot of on-site work, as well as a few test fits, because we had swinging doors as well. So there's a lot of leveling required for that. Um, <laughs> Also, the homeowner was a designer, so it was really nice to work with her because she could be on site. She was a part of the design entirely, which right. was really nice um, to be able to bounce off those ideas from the homeowner as well as the designer. Um, yeah, and then a lot of in-shop time and then going back to site, making sure things line up before you send it off to powder coating. What does the in-shop time look like? You like you start with your raw material and have to fit everything together and such, but I think people would love to kind of get a sneak peek into what you're doing in there. Yeah, for that project alone, we probably spend about two weeks, um, five days a week, working seven hours a day on that project. That was um, very time consuming um, to make sure everything fit together. It was honestly like a puzzle. Um, if one screw is off, all the rest of the hundred screws on that door wouldn't line up. So um, yeah, you really had to be on your game for that one, for that project. Um, but from start to finish, we get in, we, we uh, a day in the shop is turning on the lights, turning on the compressor, getting the tools started up. And um, we either do a little bit of design to, I personally do some design work on the computer, corresponding with mm -hmm. customers. And then we get into the shop and we're there, you know, working nine to five. Um, and like I said, I have two new staff, so um, that's great to have the extra hands in the shop for sure. How have you seen the industry change even just in the time you've been working in there? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think even just growing up and then getting into the trades, um, even in the last few years, there's been a shift from people viewing uh, steel and metal as more than just like a functional structural piece. There's a bit right. of a shift in the mindset to it evolving into functional art, almost like people are creating um, pieces for their spaces that are aesthetically pleasing and that right. they not only um, can look at, but they can engage with. So I think, I think the statement functional art is, is a really neat way of discussing metalwork in people's homes. And have you done any sort of, um, artwork for yourself? Oh yeah, we like to call our residents the Freeman Fabrication Graveyard. So any projects <laughs> that like I've created or like I've kind of, um, they've been prototypes I've built and I might not have liked them, they always end up at my house. So, um, but I don't really, that's, that's a good question. I don't often like put finished products in my home, just like the pieces that I'm not willing to put up for sale. Yeah. Is there anything that you you really are itching to try that you just are, you know, 
because obviously the clients and your commission work probably takes precedent over everything else, but that you've kind of been envisioning and just would love to actually build? That's a good question. Oh my gosh, we've been so busy um, with custom work. I sometimes don't get a chance to like dive into my own personal creative side. Um, (laughs) Something that I've designed and haven't had a chance to build is actually like just a personal fire pit um, for my own residence. Um, I think it would pair nicely with the planters um, since that Mm -hmm. is like an outdoor um, theme that we have for the shop. Um, So I think maybe being able to build something that's modern and sleek that pairs nicely next to our planters would be something that I'd like to um, explore. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, well, I know myself a lot of times you kind of have this vision, like maybe uh, a restaurant you'd love to do or a boutique hotel or something. But until the right client comes along, it's not just something you get to do for yourself. So I think that's really cool having that vision already. Now you just have to find the time to do it. Yeah, seriously. What would you suggest for anybody uh, that is willing or wanting to get into the industry? Who does it sort of gear itself towards and who wouldn't be a good fit? Um, excellent question. I find for specifically the fabrication of metalwork that we're doing and the the level of finishing work that we do, um, especially mm-hmm. during the hiring process, I was really looking for people that were very detail oriented, um, that uh, had a good attention for detail for sure. Um, didn't mind spending extra time on those specific details. Hardworking. It's it, it's. It's a grueling trade some days. Like you're throwing around heavy materials, you're doing heavy installs. You have to be able to handle things physically as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. There's a physical element, absolutely, as well as a very detail-oriented um, level to it. So I think just knowing that it's it's a tough trade, you need to be physically capable, um, is important. Uh, yeah, and it, it's a it's a hard trade. So if you you really have to be passionate about what you're doing, I think, in order to find the joy in it. Because for me, the whole process is enjoyable, but it's at the end when you give your client or your your their piece and they're just so elated with it that it's, it, it's worth all of the hours that were really tough to get to that finished product for me personally. And I see that in my employees as well. They're able to like see the beginning product, see the finished product, and they're really proud and and have a lot of pride in their work. So that's important. Well, I think one two, one thing too, is you guys have such an amazing team and I really enjoy working with you, which is not always consistent in, um, you know, a trade or something. You might be amazing at your craft, but then not the best with customer service or right. um, bedside manner, if you want to call it. But I feel like you work so closely with your clients and really listen to work through things and come up with the best solution for their space. And I love that because it just makes the entire process so much more enjoyable. Thanks. That's so nice to hear. I feel like I work really hard to make that connection with the customers. I really like to be involved in the whole process. And as the company starts to get bigger, I like to include people that are like-minded. So my staff, um, yeah, that's really nice to hear. I appreciate that. Well, and two, I think that people will really have that ownership and pride 
from the piece that's in their home as well. Again, I know I keep saying like, it's just going to be a stair railing in my house, but it's something that I'm going to point out to everybody and tell them about the process. Totally. I think it's not, I think the complete opposite, your stair railing, especially it's like, you picked the finish for it so that it was textured so that when you're going up the stairs, it's like an experience. It, it is a functional piece in your home, but it's nice that you can also, yeah, if, if you were ever to take photos, you'd feel very proud of the piece that is in your home and how it connects the rest of the design throughout your home. It really does. It really adds to the entire flow of the space. Yeah. And we didn't want anything too chunky or clunky that was going to be heavy in the space, yeah. but also something that grounds it a little bit better than glass. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, th I think you paired it perfectly, um, especially because when you walk into your home, you know, the railing is the first thing you see. So it is the entrance yes. of the home. You want it to flow into the next space. So um, I'm really excited for people to see what we came up with for your house. Well, thank you so much for being with, on this episode with me today. And I hope we've kind of piqued some people's interest because I really want you to be able to work on their projects and really make their design come to life. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to speak. It's been great. Thanks, Bronte. Okay, bye, Amy.